0: hey everyone and welcome to shy, shy and salty, salty with your hosts nikki and ria where we talk
1: through our journeys of learning unlearning and relearning in order to help you through yours
0: so sit back relax and enjoy the ride Hey everyone! Welcome back to Shy and Salty. This week we're going to have a conversation about friendships. So diving into like early friendships, how they transition to high school, college, work, like those stages of our lives. But before we dive into that, we're going to do our sweet and salty segment. Where's the jingle? Yeah, maybe we'll have an official jingle one day. Ani, cough. (laughs) But I guess I'll kick it off with something salty today or this past week. So I feel like as some people might have gotten from the last salty, this project has been a lot and I'm officially a month in. But it's gotten to a point where a lot of people are stretched thin when it comes to not just like our consulting team, but also the client themselves. So as you know, people react to stress differently. And I just happen to have... Gotten the bad end of the stick to one of our stakeholders, which was a lot of fun to receive. It was an email that I was just asking if they could provide some slides for presentation the next week. And I understand everyone's busy. So, you know, outlining, you know, if you have like presentations from, other areas like status updates, I can definitely work with you to try to make it more for our audience because it is a global call. English is not a first language for everyone. So a lot of visuals is what I was kind of hinting at. But even though I said I would work with her and that if she can't present We have someone on deck. I did also include that this was a last minute request and that I understood and it was just a suggestion. So if it wasn't going to happen, that's fine. But I did send Nikki (laughs) the screenshots of the email and she agrees that it was totally uncalled for.
1: Yeah, I can totally validate that your email was like super like I thought it was like very professional, very thoughtful, very like, okay. if you like I realize this is like a short notice kind of um, and I can provide all this extra help and there's all this extra like backup if you don't want to do it. So I feel like you were being very flexible with her and yeah, the response back.
0: It just wasn't fun. And as you could tell, she was definitely very stressed and was just taking it on, on me, which I guess I should be used to as being a consultant. I'm usually a punching bag for people, which is always fun, fun, fun. But this actually got brought up to our leadership team. So this email was brought up the chain and they saw how toxic it was and spoke about it in our leadership call. I'm glad to see, you know, that things are looking up, but I'm not having fun. (laughs) And I feel like...
1: I'm sorry to hear that.
0: Yeah, I just don't know where my future kind of like holds in this project. And I guess we'll wait and see, and I'll keep you updated on this journey.
1: And I'm glad they stood up for you too, like your leadership stood up for you, because I feel like it was like totally uncalled for and like rude, just your counterpart's response. And I know like consultants are a lot of times the punching bags. Sometimes, I mean, not that it's ever like warranted, but I think there are definitely situations where there are consultants that like oversell what they're offering. Um, But I don't think that that was the situation in this case. I guess my salty of the week would be, and I did talk about this in Instagram stories. So if you follow me on Instagram, you might have already heard this. But basically, I was in a first impressions video. My boyfriend has a YouTube channel and a review site where he reviews cross trainers, like barefoot shoes, like all different types of shoes and athletic gear, mainly geared towards men. And so we reviewed the barefoot shoes, the Vivo barefoot brand, and put out like a first impressions video. And I like thought of this thumbnail, which goes with like the stigma around like barefoot shoes where it's like primal because it's most natural to your like foot. And so I thought of like, oh, like what if I'm on all fours, like with like the shoes on my like hands and feet, like pretending to be some kind of animal and I'll be like biting this leaf. And so I guess like the positioning of where I was, like I was on all fours and Maybe like my art, my back was like slightly arched. Like my butt was like a little bit in the air. I didn't really think much of it. Jake didn't really think much of it. But after he posted the video, one of his friends came to him and was like, hey, like I was gonna send your channel to like this brand that I work with. And now that I saw your like latest thumbnail, like if, I'm not going to because you have to, like, think about, like, how brands will look at you. Like, this felt like a cheap shot. Like, you were using, like, a hot girl, like, in a sexual position, like, and with, like, an animal face and, like, tight clothes. And just, like, the way he went about it, I was so, like, not, like, mad mad, like, not even, like, initially mad, just, like, confused.
0: Like, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) Yeah, because like I thought it was like eye-catching in that it was like different than me like sitting at a desk with like shoes next to my head, which is like what we've done for the last couple of videos. And like what Jake does for most of his videos. So I was like, okay, this'll be different. It'll play into like the primal aspect of it. So for him to talk about it in like a sexualized way, I thought was just like kind of inappropriate. Um, I think The main thing I thought about was like if the roles were reversed and if Jake was in that position and how it like would not be sexualized at all, like it would just be like funny. That I feel like bothered me the most. But yeah, I just feel like it sucks sometimes knowing how like sexualized women's bodies are and like having like very like flagrant like examples of that. I don't know. It just sometimes it just reminds you like, oh, yeah, like I am. A woman my body is inherently going to be sexualized no matter what i'm wearing no matter like what position i put my body in but also at the same time like my body doesn't exist to be sexualized like me moving my body in space is not trying to be sexualized or trying to be cheap or trying to get attention like all of that i just hated
0: yeah and it's something that when i saw it i thought it was funny Like, I didn't instantly look at, like, oh, my God, like, look at her, like, arched her butt. That wasn't even something in my (laughs) mind. I was looking at you biting a leaf. You had shoes on your hands. I know. That's the craziest part. And then I was like, oh, like, Nicole looking good with that butt. But, like, it wasn't like, oh, she's, like, in a sexual position. I was like.
1: Yeah. Like, I could have been standing up and you could have, like said a nice thing about my butt because you know that I'm like trying to grow my butt. So
0: So that's what I was like. I just feel like what you were saying before, it's more of like you're a woman and this is how men see us. And that's the first thing they're going to see. But is that really on you or is that on the person that's looking at you that way? I don't know. If I was Jake and someone said that about my girlfriend, I would be kind of kind of pissed off just a little to be like why are you even like looking at her that way or like thinking about her that way as an object when she's like actually a person thank you
1: yeah I agree with that Jake was Jake was mad because he didn't want like someone telling him what to do with his like business and his YouTube channel but yeah I would have also liked him to be mad for like me
0: (laughs) But it's fine. Um, <laughs> we'll let that one slide. But what's your sweet of the week? My sweet is that I finally got a chance to celebrate our six-year anniversary. Six years. Yes, it's That's crazy. so wild. I don't understand how people do this, but it just went by so quickly. The thing is, with like the relationship I have with Elia like we started off as friends and I think that with the whole background of like we kind of transitioned from friendships to like relationship we never like had that conversation so we have two anniversary dates one which is like our first date and then the other one is like when he thought that we were like officially boyfriend and girlfriend we usually like plan our dates together like doing like the reservation like where are we gonna go what are we gonna do and when it came around to it which is the beginning of January we both kind of just forgot and I got upset because I had these expectations that I didn't communicate with him and Keep in mind different expectations of what they normally were. But this allowed me to have a conversation with him and be able to express like my like wants and needs in the relationship. Having that space to have those conversations is such a great like learning experience for me because I felt like throughout my life, I kind of adjusted to other people. And if something like bothered me it's kind of like swept on the side and that's like all on me kind of situation but we were able to have that conversation and he like set up for us to go down to Rutgers and go to like our old stomping grounds so like my favorite bar down there we were gonna go to like our first date and then we saw the Rutgers game so it was really nice to like have that experience and be able to do that together and celebrate love of six years.
1: Oh, that's so great. And I know like the listeners can't see me, but I've been like nodding my <laughs> head the whole time because I feel the exact same way about like learning how to express my needs and wants um, instead of like letting them guess and them never knowing and yeah. then getting mad at them not guessing correctly.
0: Exactly.
1: I totally agree with that. And also just like not expressing them at all and like kind of pushing them down. And then for me, at least, like it would just bubble up later in like a very negative way. I
0: mean, (laughs) that's how I responded at first. I had to talk to my sister and be like, am I saying this right? Like, are my thoughts like clear enough because she knows like how I am And, like, I have a hard time, like, standing up for, like, myself in situations. Not like it was a situation to stand up for myself, but it's, like, to express those feelings and Mm -hmm. be able to express them in a way that it was more of, like, you know, this is what I want and this is what we should do, like, moving forward. Like, this is how it makes me feel and I'll feel, like, more, like, love that way.
1: That's good. And I shared this on our shy and Salty Instagram today, but it's been something that I've been thinking about a lot, like... Over the past couple of months, maybe even longer, but just that pause and like something happening, the the reaction that you like kind of want to have immediately or like the feelings that come up immediately, and then just taking that second of pause and then like creating a response and like actually expressing what you want or like getting what you want because you've responded versus like just reacted. So yeah, I totally. I totally get that
0: yep so it was pretty nice what about your suite so my
1: suite was probably my friend visiting from san diego this past weekend she booked like kind of a spontaneous trip she's going to be nomadic for the rest of this year so while she's like in the west u.s she wanted to visit and it was so cool we did Hiking. We went to Rocky Mountain National Park, which is like my favorite place to bring people to. And like the first time that I had ever been there, like in the winter with snow, where you could just like cross over the frozen lakes. It was so gorgeous. And this was like a friend who I was never really that close with. Like I met her in college, but like we weren't really close. And I think having her over and like feeling like very connected with her and just ha- being in a similar mindset about like life. I just like love having like deep conversations with people and like feeling like I don't know, like similarities there and things that resonate between both of us. So, I think that it was really cool and lends well into what we're going to be talking about today. Do you remember any of your like first best friends?
0: So, I guess for early friendships before we dive into like my experience, I had the unique situation of being very close with my cousins just because we lived close to each other. As far as like my expectations for friendships, that's where it came from. And those expectations I brought throughout like many areas of my life, like as I grew older, It affected the way that I interacted with people just because I would talk to people or talk to friends the same way I would do with my cousins, which wasn't always the best case, or I would dive deep into a friendship and then, you know, the friendship was no longer. So it was always interesting, like early on, like learning that dynamic and finding that balance. An example of that, of like trusting too early in a way was like during my time in middle school, I had a close friend where we knew each other's parents. We would sleep over all the time. She was the person that introduced me to Domino's. So we would order Domino's pizza.
1: Domino's, <laughs> like the th- <laughs> I
0: think about, like the game Domino's. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> no, that is yeah, my family. Introduced I was going to say, I was month. like, I thought your family played, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, She introduced me to like British TV shows and music. So it was really interesting. And we were able to like have like these deeper conversations. So in my mind, like I thought we were friends. And one night I got a call around like two, three in the morning. And it was a voice message from an unknown number. And it was like at that time where you can like star 69 I think it was a thing to like block people from seeing your number. I saw that there was a voicemail. So I listened to it and it was these girls like laughing into the phone. Essentially from the voicemail, I got that they were just making fun of my hair. And I was kind of shocked to like listen to that because this was like my first, I guess, bullying kind of, that is bullying. <laughs> that is like straight up bullying. They were saying, like, my hair is like frizzy and all that stuff, and just like making fun of it. I mean, I did have curly hair, or I do have curly hair.
1: You have the most beautiful hair in the world. Thank, Thank you. I love your
0: hair. <laughs> Thank you so much. But keep in mind, middle school Andrew was like, if that's the only thing that you can pick on, then that's really sad because it's something that, like, one, I can, like, change but two it wasn't even like that big of a diss like you could have made fun of like all these other like insecurities that I had but that wasn't one of them
1: that's cool that you knew that like you had that like self-awareness where it was like okay like I'm confident in my hair so like (laughs) thank you yeah for like you not being able to pick on anything else about me but this one thing that I'm very confident
0: in essentially like I I had this like gut feeling that it was uh, this girl that I like hang out all the time with, and she's like, no, like I didn't call, blah, blah blah. There was one day that like I had access to her phone and I looked at her calls, and it was that day like two a.m. and I was like, wow, like who would have known that someone that I would spend so much time with, someone that I introduced to my family, had these deep conversations around, would be able to do that, and it just like taught me really early on that sometimes people are friends with you, but then if they are with other people, they're not going to stand up to them and they're just going to kind of like go with the group. I guess like that was my first like taste of uh, friendships outside Mm -hmm. of my cousins and it just kind of scarred me a little bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's like a good like mean girls experience of like people that are nice to your face. Or like probably like legitimate friends with you like yeah. when you're together and then when they're in front of other people like have to like put this act on and like find a person to put down or something or like, oh no, like I'm not friends with that person. Ugh, I hate that. And I'm sorry you had to experience that. And that, that like makes so much sense now too just hearing about like how your first like really strong friendships were cousins. And like, I don't want to say like, giving you, like, a high expectation for friends. But, like, yeah, it, that totally makes sense. Like, being able to trust people, like, thinking, like, people are not out to get you. Like, thinking, like, yeah. people are just genuinely, like, c- care about you when in actuality,
0: like, <laughs> I mean, in a sad way. Like, that's not always true. Yeah, and that people don't always have the best intentions. So yeah, how were your early friendships? So I remember – Like kindergarten and earlier,
1: I had these like best friends and I only had like one best friend at a time really because we would do like everything together. And I remember like my best friend at the time, she like left and so I remember – vividly like being in the bathroom with this other girl and I was like okay you're my best friend now and like giving her like these set of like rules that she had to follow not like rules but just like like, okay like you have to be my best friend too like we're exclusive like this is an exclusive relationship and we would just like fight over like who got to i remember like a a screaming match, like fighting over who got to be like the pink Power Ranger. And I remember her telling me that her mom thought I was a bully. And I remember, like, I still remember that to this day because I feel like when I heard that, not like I changed forever, but I feel like it did not scar me, but like changed the way I interacted with people maybe. Yeah, Like instead of this like huge, like, type A like friend who like wanted to like make all these decisions and like lead i feel like i became like slightly more like shy and like more accommodating to people and more like i don't want to choose like what do you what do you want to do because i don't want to like pick the wrong thing or like fight over who gets to do what because i feel like this was also the time period where i like learned about like sharing and how important sharing is and i kind of like not that it's not important but i feel like women or girls are taught more about sharing and, like, not, like, raising your hand for every question and letting other people have a turn than I feel like young boys do.
0: Oh, a 100%. I was going to say that maybe this is what attributed to, like, taking a step back, which is such a – it's a good lesson, but at the same time, like, you have to diminish your light in order for other people to shine. And that shouldn't always be the case. And as far as like your life, you need to be the main character. But there are instances like that where you're kind of like put down a couple pegs and it just like has you reflect and see life a little bit differently.
1: Yeah, because I remember like like as a kid, I and I mean, bullying is bad. Like I'm not saying to bully people, like especially in like the example you just gave where you're like very... Intentionally or unintentionally, like hurting another person. But, like, I don't think I like bullied this girl. Like, I was just a little bit more like bossy, which also maybe like stemmed from like I had a sister, I still have a sister who's two years (laughs) younger. And like, I would get to like control the games we played. I would get to control like the role. Like, she would always be the student. I would always be the teacher. Like, I always got the better role, if that makes sense. So I get like it was a lesson I had to learn to like share power, I guess. But I feel like to – and I get that like maybe this mom didn't actually want me to hear that she thought I was a bully and it was like this kid that told me. But at the same time, I feel like it was just this like – Negative connotation. It's like when you're learning about like how bad bullies are, like at school, and it's just like not something you want to hear.
0: Yeah, you never want to be associated as a bully. But I don't think what you were saying before. Like, I don't think that's bullying. I just think that you were just more assertive. And is that really like that bad? (laughs) As a bossy little kid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So I guess in high school, how did that shift in terms of like? making friends and your relationships with other people.
0: Yeah, so I felt like high school was when I actually like started to figure out like how to actually make friends because, you know, in middle school I felt that a lot of my friendships were it's not that if it's surface level or deep, but it's kind of like are they actually my friend or they're just my friend for the moment? Was the line that I was trying to like figure out. And I had a lot of people that were friends for the moment, but I did have like certain friends who I can truly have like conversations with and feel vulnerable with and those relationships like are still here today. But I think in high school was when I truly kind of like came into my own and was able to stand up to my friends. One example was during lunchtime. So everyone has like their own seating. And we were in our friend group. And one of our friends in the group, she was kind of like, not Queen Bee, but she was someone that was like in the inner circle. And in middle school, we became close. She was the one that uh, dated my ex a week after we broke up, <laughs> which was also a very interesting experience and <laughs> uh, we can definitely like get deeper into that. But as far as like this example, she was talking down to one of our mutual friends and I just kind of stood up and I'm like, hey, like, let's not do that. Basically, like, that was unnecessary. Like, you shouldn't talk to someone that way. Was she talking to the friend, like, to her face? Or, like, was she talking about her, like, behind their back? It was behind her back. Like, just talking, like, shit about her. And in all these instances, it's, like, if you don't stand up to someone about that, they're never going to fix their, I guess, perspective on how to treat people in general. But also, like, why would I want to be with someone or have a relationship with someone who talks like negatively about other people to you, especially people that they are supposedly friends with, because they're just going to be doing the same exact thing. This girl named Marina, she was in my life for a long time and she was the one being picked on and is in the center of a lot of relationships that I lost with other people because I got really close with her and even though we weren't always like close friends like i always like thought fondly of her like she was always supportive she always like confided with me like i was able to have that safe space with her so when i had these other friends that would pick on her or like try to like kick her out of our group i was just like one like who are you to even think that you have this quote unquote power to kick people out Like, you can have your own friend group. You don't have to, like, force people out or talk negatively about other people. So that was, like, the situations where I would kind of, like, stand up and talk back to them and be like, that's just not right. You can't do that. And that's, like, a trend that I've seen, like, throughout my life is just being able to have those conversations with my friends because I do feel comfortable with them to have it. But it does result in, like, losing those types of friendships. I don't know if it was like a good thing or a bad thing, but I just think that if you don't stick up for yourself and you don't stick up for others, then what are you really like here for kind of thing. And that's so cool that
1: you've always been like that because I feel like I've definitely fell into the trap of like going along with things or like, okay, like maybe I feel uncomfortable that this person is talking shit about this other person, but like I'm not going to be the one to like stand up and say something because I don't want – Me to be like the next person that they pick on. So that's cool that you've been like very consistent about that. Like you knew where you stood and like acted accordingly, like for that entire time.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's just like what I learned with my cousins, right? Like we always like stood up to other people like for each other like we would never talk like negatively in a way that wasn't constructive there are issues that go on but like you have conversations to be like okay should I like how should I go around this like if you can't like have that initial conversation with someone but there's a difference between like shit talking and like having a conversation and trying to like figure out a solution I think like having those expectations from them of like what a friend should be bled into these relationships. And for me, like a friendship is someone who's going to be there no matter what. And even if it's in the rooms that you're not in.
1: Totally agree.
0: But I mean, as far as like the early friendships to high school, I know they're both like negative stories, but it does like kind of show like who your true friends are and i'm very fond of those friendships today was that similar to what you had in high school i feel like no
1: not at all like i feel like i didn't know myself then and like i didn't know mm-hmm. i feel like i was like figuring more stuff out i feel like i had a bunch of different friends but not really like strong like friend groups and mm-hmm. i know like in middle school that was especially like something that i like really wanted i feel like I had been in, I don't know how your school did it, um, but we had like these AI classes, which stood for I think academically independent. Oh, or something. I thought it was like
0: AI. I was like, oh my God, you guys are next level. Oh my god, no, no, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Although like we would get bullied in gym class and like the other classes that we played against would call us like artificially intelligent or something. It wasn't really like that offensive or anything, but it was fine. Cause So we were in like the same classes with the exact same people from like second through sixth grade, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once we went to middle school, that was like the first time. Because like other people, they're changing their classes every year. Like you're meeting all these like different people. You're meeting a lot more people. Versus like being kind of not stuck with these people, but like I feel like I just didn't get to interact with as many people as like most kids did. And then I feel like in middle school when we like acclimated with like the rest of the kids, and again, still like in honors classes too. So like it was still kind of separate. Basically, like I feel like all of my friends were in those classes and I feel like in middle school, that's like when you're like, realizing, like, the different cliques and, like, what's cool and, like, what's not cool. And I feel like that's also when I was realizing, like, oh, like, I'm a nerd and that is, like, not a cool thing to be. And I feel like I had a lot of, like, internal, like, struggle with that. Like, I want to, like, make friends outside of these classes because, like, one, I want to interact with other people and, like, two, I want to, like, be cool. So I remember – and I, like, had friends. But, like, again, like – I feel like a lot of like different friends versus like groups of friends, I honestly like feel like this is still how I am. I feel like I just interact better like one-on-one than in like group settings. But I feel like in high school is like the first time I like had an actual like group of friends who I thought at the time were like smart and cool. So I was like really excited about it. And I remember too, like again, like being in these, not, I don't want to make generalizations, but I feel like a lot of the the friends that I was close to in those like smarter classes or like AI classes, we wouldn't talk about like sex or boys or like, Alcohol, Like we would talk about like school and homework. Like it was very like academically oriented. Like I feel like I just like wasn't even exposed to any of that until high school. And I think I brought this up in the cheating on episode, but I made this group of friends. Like I found out like what alcohol was. We like drank together for the first time. It was actually a really funny story. We had a sleepover in my basement. We like split. It was like four girls. We like split a bottle of Smirnoff pineapple had no idea what we were doing. Um, one of my friends like called my dad hot because I think she was one drunk and two like he's just like he's not I love you dad if you're listening. to this. He's attractive. He's he's like charismatic. He's I don't think he's hot but he's like a charismatic guy and I could understand yeah. like, especially if you're like a younger girl like being like oh like he's talking to me like a man is talking to me. But yeah so our other friend she like passed out unconscious and like Obviously, I had never been around alcohol before and I like had no idea what to do. And she was just like – there was puke just like coming out of the side of her mouth. Mm. And like we knew to put her on her side to like not like get – I don't know, not like suffocate because I feel like that was like a thing that we knew. But obviously, we were not going to tell my parents because – that would be like the worst thing in the world. Um, So like my type A came out and I was like, okay, like we're going to like in the morning, we're going to have to bury her in my backyard. So none of our parents find out like we'll have to (laughs) like it went straight to this, like getting rid of the evidence versus like helping her like be okay. Such an interesting night. But yeah, essentially when I started dating my boyfriend that we talked about in the cheating on episode, all of these friends, and this was like maybe a year and a half after like a a friendship, all of these friends like collectively, like, and maybe not like all at the same time, but like one by one, like because they were also like friends with each other, they were like all talking about me. They were like, accidentally, like, sending texts to me that they, like, meant to send to each other. Like, one of them, like, who I was closest to, we were in the same class together. And she just, like, started ignoring me in class. Like, I would say things. She would just, like, brush me off. Like, she wouldn't even, like, look at me. She, like, wouldn't – we sat next to each other. She would, like, not be my partner for anything anymore. Like, it just felt like such a fuck you. And I just remember like being so upset about it i like had other friends but i think my obsession not obsession but like my want to have like a group of friends and like just feeling so like happy and close with these people I feel like it ended up just hurting me a lot i remember at prom though like the year after they like all ended up apologizing to me and was like yeah like th- that was really shitty like what we put you through And I feel like, again, like at the same time, like I was going through (laughs) a lot of shit with that guy that I was dating and like my family. So I feel like it was just like a time where I like needed a group of friends to be like loyal and to be like there for me. And that being said, I am so grateful for the other friends that I had who like stuck with me like through it, even if we had like different like friend groups.
0: Yeah. I feel like we're definitely touching on the more like, trauma parts of our friendship but you you all have to realize like those stuff those things are gonna like stick with us but obviously like we had a lot of great relationship with other people yeah i feel like they're all negative the overall theme is that you know it's hard to trust people and just trying to find like that balance as we get through like the different stages and like with that group of
1: friends like prior to any of like the negative happening like I remember feeling so like I belonged, like so much more like power in myself, like learning in myself and like so happy to like, I don't know, have people that I like connected with so well and that felt like so similar to me, I guess. Yeah. So there is like strength in that. I actually have a question for you. And maybe this is high school, maybe this is college, maybe this is even after college, but I – feel like the topic of like guys and girls being friends gets brought up sometimes, which like, I don't know, like maybe not anymore because we're in like 2022 and you can have friends with like people of all genders and it should be fine. But I was wondering if you've had any instances with guy friends where you felt like taken advantage of or where you felt that they were like seeking other things or had different intentions than, like, actually just being friends?
0: Good question. <laughs> I feel that before college, I didn't really have that many guy friends. Mm-hmm. As far as, like, college, it that was the time where I really learned about these different types of guy friendships because I do feel like a lot of guys – Are friends with you just so that they can like hook up with you later, and the intentions are wrong. Like, I can understand that people gravitate towards each other because, let's say, they're like sexually attracted, or they find you funny, or they find you interesting. Like, there's different reasons why you start a relationship with someone, but I think it always like hurt being friends with someone and then you know, finding out later that all of that was just a ruse to like get in your pants. Do you think Elias was friends with you just to get in your pants? No, Uh, we did start off as friends first. Um, (laughs) But I think the difference is, is that the thing that attracted me most to him was that he treated every girl the same. And By that, and this would just be like a quick little example is that like we would study until like 3 a.m. because that's when the study hall would like close on one of the campuses that we went to. And we would study with like other people. And there was a girl that was like a part of our fraternity and was like his uh, friend as well. And even when I wasn't there, because he had a car he would drive her home so that she didn't have to like walk alone at three in the morning drop her off like make sure she gets inside and then like go to his place so it was something that like I always admired because like he was able to have these friendships because he genuinely cared about these people and it was the same way that he treated me which I felt like was different yeah such a good guy Ugh, such a good guy (laughs) but I felt like on the other end I did have like two experiences where in college I had to like learn the I guess like wrong way of why people are friends with you and one of them had to be where I was like a part of this organization and being like quote unquote, like the leader, like student leadership in this organization, we would hang out a lot. And a lot of our work had to be with each other. And throughout like the relationship, it was like strictly friends. Like we would like go out together. We would um, go out, meaning like um, like go out to bars and like eat and drink and stuff like that, like very casual type of friendship in college. But there was one night where we were like celebrating an important milestone in the organization. and we were all at this like one house that the student organization owned. and we were there late. We, like, took a couple shots and we were just, like, all talking and, like, slowly, like, people kept on leaving. And I lived, like, a couple doors next door. So I was just, like, it's not going to be, like, a long drive for me to, like, go back. It's, just, it's like, a five-minute walk, max. But we were talking and then out of nowhere he's, like, oh, you're so sexy. And I'm, like, what? <laughs> he's, like, just the way that you, like, are as a person. You're so sexy. But also, like... You're like a very attractive person. And I'm like, what is going on here? Keep in mind, like he was in a relationship. I was in a relationship. So I didn't know where this was coming from. But it just like got me very uncomfortable. And I think that's what like initially started for like our relationship to drift apart. Because it wasn't something that one, I wanted. But two, it was just like, is that really like all you see me as? Not that this matters. But what... Because I know last
1: week you told – or two weeks ago, you talked about your relationship in college with the guy that did not treat you well. Is this during that relationship or was this during your Elias relationship? Oh, no. This was with
0: Ilya. Yeah. It was interesting. So when this happened, I actually texted him and I was like, hey, can you like come over (laughs) And so then I can like leave and he knows that I'm like leaving with you uh, because I just felt so uncomfortable in the situation. And it's like, why did he even have to go there? But I think the other situation that was like more of like taking advantage of is that I was out in New York City with like a group of our friends because it was someone's birthday and I did not know how to control myself in the way of drinking so i drank a lot and made it to the bar i think i bought like a round of shots and then i was really drunk so i asked this guy to like walk me home and he did and by home meaning like to the hotel so then when i got to the hotel i was like out of state that i couldn't like really i didn't really have a lot of control of my body and i guess before stepping into the story I do want to say like trigger warning uh, because this has to do with like sexual assault oh my god but essentially like he walked me back uh, to the hotel and like put me on the bed and I didn't have a lot of control of my body and he started touching me inappropriately especially like with my boobs and I know like I have honkers but It doesn't invite people to touch them.
1: Oh my God, no. And I like appreciate you putting some like humor on this like very like dark situation. Um,
0: What the fuck? I don't remember the story at all. I don't think I told you this (laughs) because uh, this wasn't the first incident with this guy. Yeah, but the first incident uh, that happened uh, with this guy was like when we were at a house like party together and when it happened, I told one of our mutual friends about it and she was like, no, he would never do that. Like, are you sure? So I think that kind of like conversation and mentality like pushed me to like not really talk to people about when these things happen because like I was invalidated. But yeah, guys suck sometimes. And even if they're your friend, there might not actually be your friend.
1: Uh, I, I, How did you get this guy like out of your hotel room after?
0: Well, it was a shared hotel room and it's not like I got him out. He was he just went back to the bar that everyone was at. It's not like I ever, like, said anything afterwards. I I just think I also was, like, in a state where I was, like, so ashamed. And unfortunately, it wasn't the first time I was sexually assaulted by someone. So maybe in another episode, we can, like, dive a little bit deeper about, like, just these types of conversations. Like I was saying, like, earlier in this episode, like, it takes a lot for me to, like, stand up for myself and, you know, put those boundaries in place. And I'm working, like, every day trying to do that like in my current relationships, but it does suck that like sometimes in order for me to do that, examples have to be made. I guess you were saying about like girls and guys having friends. I think in general, like it can happen. I have a lot of guy friends now that I trust and are very close with. And even in those situations where they could have taken advantage of the situation, they never did. And that just shows that there are like good people out there and there are shitty people out there so you just need to kind of like navigate those waters and like be able to set those boundaries to find those relationships
1: yeah yeah I totally agree I I feel like most of the people I dated and maybe this is similar to you but like started out as friends and it like transitioned into a relationship so sometimes it is hard i feel like saying that like oh like well guys and girls can be platonic but also like me like dating like people that were my friends but i definitely have like that being said i definitely have guy friends who are like very strictly platonic like would not try to take advantage of me and would not like try to like make a move even if i was single
0: yeah and i mean i'm in the same situation a lot of my relationships came from friendships And it's not so much like that someone's in the friend zone or anything. It's just like when you start being in this environment when you can actually like learn about this person without any pressure on it and be able to see them in like scenarios. That's where kind of like the relationship blossoms in a way. Like I remember with Elia, like at the beginning, not to be like he didn't mean anything to me, but like I don't remember a lot of my interactions with him. And it wasn't until, like, later on where we were able to, like, establish, like, an actual, like, friendship and, like, be able to have these conversations that it's like, oh, like, he's actually, like, a pretty cool guy. Like, we should interact more. But as far as, like, the topic, have you had, like, those experiences as well when, like? guys kind of take advantage of the whole friendship situation yeah i mean i
1: definitely don't think to the extent of like sexual like what you experienced but i definitely had like creepy experiences with older guys especially in high school definitely college too definitely like post-college too um (laughs) but i feel like this just like created that foundation for me to like not trust people and to like not trust guys in particular. And so I had this one friend in I was in my junior year. He was a year older in high school. You were only allowed to like park your car at the lot if you were a senior. So I was like still taking the bus with like one of my best friends. Um, but he like offered. So the, the last class of the day was like this AP Calc class and we were in the class together and like in the same group. And he <laughs> – like I was not attracted to this person. Like I thought he was like funny. So I like liked him as like a friend. I mean, this was like post. So like, I honestly, I was like not interested in any guys at this point. And he offered to drive me home one day and I was like, oh my God, like, thank you. Yes. Like I would love to be driven home. I The bus takes so much longer. So he also, I just like felt like cool. Like, for a senior, like, driving me home that, like, wasn't one of my, like, closer friends.
0: Yeah. Not taking the bus. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. The the luxury. Yeah. But so he took me to his house instead, which at first I was like, oh, like, I don't really want to, like, go to your house, but also like, okay, fine. Like, I'll, like, come hang out or whatever. Like not really like thinking too deep into it, but I went into his house. We were like watching TV on the couch, and he like kept trying to kiss me, and I kept like brushing him away because I was like, I'm not like I'm not interested in this person. So I kept asking him like, Oh, like so when are we like gonna go home? Like I I like have like homework to do. I, like made all this stuff up of like things that I had to do at home, and he was like, Oh, just like wait like a little bit, and like he would just like stay on the couch and then like keep trying to make moves, and I was like honestly just like annoyed at this point. So I like went into the bathroom. I called one of my friends. He like wouldn't tell me his address. I was like, can you please pick me up? And she like ended up calling like all of our mutual friends and she like got his address, like came and picked me up. He was like so like nonchalant about it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like this is like not like I felt so stressed, like being trapped in this person's
0: house. I did not love that. Definitely, like, taking advantage of the situation of, like, offering you something, but then expecting something in return, which is never going to end up going for you, buddy. I just don't understand how, like, that move would work.
1: I don't know. It it just didn't feel like a real – it didn't feel like it was, like, well thought out. But whatever. It was, like, stupid. But there was also another time where – I guess like the same year, me and my friend, the same friend from the bus, we would go to a lot of like parties together. Like we started going to a lot of parties together. One of them was with this like older guy who I was friends with in, I want to say a platonic way, but like in college, he like ended up trying, whatever. Like we were friends in a platonic way. Like I felt like safe around this person. I didn't feel like he'd like take advantage of me. So he had a party at his house. And he invited us. So we went and there was this one guy who I thought was like one of this friend's friends who I thought was so hot. He was like tan and dark and like unattainable, I thought, especially when he was actually in high school. So at this time, like I'm between like my junior and senior years and he's in college, I think maybe like a freshman or sophomore in college. And me and my friend ended up drinking at this guy's house. We had a room to sleep in. The other guy, the guy who I like thought was like so attractive, he like came into our room, went in between us and just started like make, like trying to make out with both of us. And it was like almost in this like, oh, like this is exciting because this is a person who I like thought was so unattainable for all of like high school but at the same time, it was like, I don't want this. Like, this is, feels so gross to me. This is, is not what I want. I, My friend, like, we made, like, eyes to each other of, like, is this, like, okay. Like, do you like this? Like, so we ended up <laughs> kicking him to the ground. Like, what is happening? We ended up <laughs> kicking him to the floor. So we, like, ended up, like, passing out and sleeping on the floor. And, like, the next morning, he was like, oh, my God, I was so drunk. I don't remember anything. You know, like, that whole sure. – Yeah. No accountability for your actions. But yeah, it was a good lesson of like he was not attractive at all. Like you're this college guy like preying on these like high school girls to like try to get something out of them and try to like have this experience that you could talk to your guy
0: friends about after. It's like usually in that situation, if they can't get any girls their age, they'll go younger. But like it probably brings like questions up on like, how do I approach these like relationships? Like if I do want to like go from friendships to dating. And it is like a hard topic to discuss. My general rule is that if I date someone in a friend group, I probably won't date someone else in that same friend group because For me, it's just, it gets complicated. And also it's like, I personally think it's weird. I don't know. The dynamic kind of like messes up and it just becomes like a very uncomfortable situation. And just like
1: dating in the friend group, I I know for you, it like worked out like very well, but I feel like for me, it's never ended up well. It's always been like weird after I feel like I like end up losing those friends after
0: Yeah, it's definitely a risk. And it's like in that situation, like I know with Aliyah, sometimes I'm like, is he inviting me over as a friend or as like a girlfriend, especially since we had a lot of mutual friends together? It's part of the reason why at the beginning of our relationship, like we didn't tell anyone and we were like in secret for like months. I remember like, I think you were like the first person I told what was happening with us and it was all because like we had so many mutual friends and we didn't want to like establish anything that we were still unsure of and we were just like getting to know each other and seeing if like this was a thing so as far as like navigating that's how we did it because once like other people get into the relationship that's when it gets like very complicated in my experience it just makes it so much harder to
1: have like separate friendships that like aren't necessarily like biased based on – I don't know. I I enjoy now like keeping things separate. Like me and Jake like share some friends or like all of our friends really are like friends with the other person. But yeah, I remember my relationship in college and it just like – getting so messy and now just, like, not really even being friends with any of them anymore.
0: Yeah, but to be fair, we were a part of uh, similar friend groups. Even though you had a relationship in one of them, I didn't have a relationship in it, and I'm not really friends with them to this day. So it's also, like how you are as a person, how they are as people and either you grow together or grow apart.
1: Like some of them I am still friends with, but I think some yeah. of them too are good examples of people who weren't not and I don't want to say like a loyal thing, just like a like trust thing maybe, like I I don't know. I don't like people like when I am dating someone, I don't love like other people being like super touchy with them. I feel like because touch is my love language maybe. I'm the same way. I don't even know if this is like on topic, but I just, I don't know. I feel like that used to like bother me even when we were like were dating. And I feel like since some of the relationships have like been, I don't know, shifted so that like this person that I was like super close to is now like super close with my ex, who like to be fair, like we were all friends. So they just weren't that close until we broke up. So whatever. I don't know. It doesn't matter.
0: No, I mean, it's definitely like a complicated like situation. I think for me, it's like, if one of my friends had, like, let's say I, I met a lot of your boyfriends. I was aware of your boyfriends like I would interact with them but I was never I'm not I'm the same way as you like if I'm in a relationship with someone and my friends were touching them inappropriately or even just being like too touchy I understand that like some people show their uh, personalities through it like I'm a very touchy person as well but if it's like my friend's boyfriend I always am like no.
1: Yeah. And talking about that too, like I'm also friends with Elias. Like I'm not like really in like the same like friend group as him, but like overall, like fraternity wise, like I am friends with him. Yeah. And I like have never, like, I just feel like (laughs) no offense to Elias, but I feel like if you guys were to like break up, I would, I would be cordial with Elias, but I wouldn't like be BFFs with him
0: that's how I would be with Jake as well. And I'd probably unfollow him because one, it's like, I'm not, again, he's not a bad person. It's just more of like, I met him through you. So I just feel uncomfortable. <laughs> so I'm the kind of friend that just like unfollows and like stops talking to them because I, if we were friends before, that'd be a different situation. But because I met him through you, I'm the kind of person where it's like, and this might be bad, but it's, like, if you have a problem with them, like, I'm going to have a problem with them. <laughs> yeah. No. And I feel like our friendship has evolved to – like,
1: I feel like maybe college was different where, like, we're all still, like, in each other's, like, orbit. Like, we're still, like, interacting with Oh, yes. People. Yes. And I feel like Jake and you are – yeah, you met Jake through me and you're, like, friends with him now, but you don't have, like, an existing, like,
0: separate – friendship with him really so that makes sense but I mean your previous boyfriend we were all part of the same friend group and I quickly unfollowed as soon as that relationship happened (laughs) he
1: unfollowed like all of my friends so even like our mutual friends so I mean some of them (laughs) not all of them not this person I'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: I mean I think it's just, like, all about, like, how people view relationships and how they interact there, but I do think that is a boundary to, like, put with your friendships, and it's, like, a conversation that, like, you should have with that person, but it's such a difficult one because you know it's not coming from a place of, like, oh, I want to get like in his pants, but it's just like, it just makes you uncomfortable. And I've been in that situation and like never really knew how to like navigate that until like later on in my life where it's like not a big deal anymore. Yeah. I
1: I feel the same way. I feel like it's like something you learn over time. I feel like it is like touchier when you're in, or maybe just for me, when you're in like college and things feel like more dramatic and things like – everything just feels like heavier or I don't know, like more intense. Um, But I feel like now I have stronger friendships. I like know myself more. I have more security and confidence in myself. And I know like who actually like I want in my life. It's not like I'm not friends with the people that I'm talking about. Like I totally am still like friendly with them. I think friendship is weird that it's like such a large range of relationships like they're yeah. but it's like the same word or like the same like type of relationship like you're my friend but also like an acquaintance is my friend like it's it's like doesn't do enough justice to like the type
0: of friendships you have i feel like yeah and that's a good point i feel like as you go through these like life events or life changes your friendships with people are going to change um but at the root of it like you know this person and you know how they are so if they if it's something that you can't accept about them then you need to just like move on because like that person is who they're going to be and that's the only way that you can really handle it in my eyes But also when I say like relationships change, it might just be like, this is like something that like my mom had to like explain to me once that like you're going to have different relationship with different people. Um, Because like I mentioned before, like my expectations of friendships are like a certain way at the root of it. But like overall, I can give an example with like Adele, someone who I've been friends with for a very long time. Uh, We like established that we were like very close friends and, like, we trusted each other, like, in middle school. And our relationship dynamic has changed, like, when we got into college, like, post-college when she moved out to California. And even though, like, we don't text every day, like, we're always there, like, rooting each other on, like, uh, checking in on each other and, like, making sure that, like, you know, we're still in each other's lives, even if it's just, like, once a year or twice a year. So I think like when you do have those like friendships that you've established like a deep connection with, they are always going to be in your life. But it doesn't mean like they're going to be in your life the same way that they always were. A million percent. I totally agree with
1: that. And with that Adele example, like I feel like she roots me on even though like I only know her through you. Like we're not best friends, but I feel like I get residual like support because of how close you guys are and because she knows how close like me and you are. So I love friends who are also like that where it's like I'm not only like supporting you as my best friend, like I'm supporting all of your best friends too. Like I love like seeing women supporting
0: women. She's such an amazing person and she just has such like a kind heart, but at the same time, she's just like so wild and crazy and in the way that it just matches my energy. So us together, it's just so much fun. I can't (laughs) wait to air out her wild and crazy stories on a future (laughs) episode. I know we wanted to talk about like the different transitions in life, but even though we have these set notes to be like okay this is what we're going to talk about nikki and i just always have this way of just talking about different topics sometimes
1: feels like so guilty about it like being all over the place or like uh like this was like good enough but i also feel like that's when we have our most like authentic conversations
0: exactly exactly but i think we are going to do a part two when it comes to us post-college, that transition, and then, of course, like, Nikki moving across the country and, like, Mm -hmm. how that affected, like, not just, like, our relationship, because I know our relationship's the most important one in our lives, but how it affected. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if anything, we talk to each other more now because of
1: the podcast. And I think, too, like, not really – I mean – I don't want to. I'm not like throwing anyone under the bus, but like, I think too, feeling safe, like talking to each other when
0: maybe we were a little bit more isolated. Yeah, no, I agree. I love how this relationship has blossomed throughout the years, and we're gonna hit ten years next year. Oh my how god! How crazy is have that? Like,
1: that's so crazy.
0: We should have a wedding. <laughs> Our wedding. Oh my god, can we do I it? like vow renewals?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we should do vow renewals for our for our anniversary. That's Thank like way you. longer than you have, and Elias have been together. 6 years? Oh, a hundred. Almost okay. 10, yeah. Elias. <laughs> C-
0: come on, <laughs> that's catch <nothing>. up. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think that's all we're going to touch on today. I really did enjoy this conversation. I know it was like more on the lighter side, but I I mean it was like, <laughs> it was randomly
1: heavy at a lot of points. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> <very light. laughs> yeah. True. Well I appreciate but, your braveness in being so open and sharing your stories that I'm sure like many people can relate to.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah. I guess as for today, thank you everyone for listening. Follow us on Instagram at ShineSalty and, and make sure to rate and subscribe to any listening platform that you may be listening hey, this on. Oh. <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> that was great. And that's a wrap. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Shy and Salty, where you can DM us with questions and stories slash topics that you would like us to cover for future episodes. Thanks
1: again for listening to Shy and Salty. Take care of yourselves and see you next Tuesday.